Shalom to all! Today we're learning Mishnah's Kelayim, Parakeh, Mishnah Beis, and Mishnah Gimel. And today's Mishnah's are being learned Bishos of Shalom, Zam, Zagos, Mercy, and Tevichoyat, Chalotayim. They should be given with a Sachat, Slach, and Siat, Dishmaya, Parnosa, Beshefa, and Koltov, Sela. And Mishnah Beis says, Karim Shunatua, Alpachas, Pachas, Maraba, Amais. We have a vineyard that the rows of vines are planted within four Amis of each other. Rabshim and Aimer, ain't a Karim. Rabshim says, That's not a Karim. That's because we know that we need a minimum of four Amis in between the vines. Four Amis is Avoid the Sakarim. That's the amount of space you need to be able to service the vines. So if the vines are so squished together that there's less than four amas of space in between them, that's not considered a kerem. Vacham, I the say, kerem, it is a kerem. You just look at the ones that are in the middle as if they're not there. So let's say you have three rows of vines. In between row one and three, there's four amas. But row two is right in the middle. So row one is two amas away from row two. Row two is two amas away from row three. According to Shimon, that's not a kerem. There isn't enough space for any of these vines. Therefore, no kerem here. Whereas the chamim say, you just imagine as if row two is not there, and since in between rows one and three, there's four Amas, so you have a Kerem. Now, why did the Chamim say that we just imagine as if row two isn't there? What do you mean? It is there. How can you imagine it's not there? And the answer is, is because it was very common for people to plant a whole bunch of vines very closely together, and then they would see which vines aren't really doing so well. They would uproot those and use those as firewood. So according to the Chamim, since L'Chadchila, when the person planted these vines, he knew he was going to uproot them anyway, so we can already look at them now as if they're not here, and therefore we have a proper kerem. Now, Rabbi Shimon doesn't agree to that svara, and he says, right now we have a kerem and everything's too squished together. It's not considered a kerem. And moving on to Mishnah Gimel. We have a ditch that's running through a vineyard. It's ten tefachim deep and four tefachim wide. We know that's considered a good partition, a good divider. Rabbi Yezabar Yaakov says, If this ditch runs from the beginning of the kerem all the way to the end of the kerem, it's very clear that it's its own area in between these two vineyards, and you're allowed to plant whatever you want inside this ditch. Remember, the ditch is 10 tefachim deep and 4 tefachim wide, so you have quite a lot of space to plant in. You could plant whatever you want in this space. It doesn't look like you're planting in your vineyard. This is clearly not part of your vineyard. However, if it's not, meaning if it doesn't run through the entire vineyard or it's not 10 tefachim deep or it's not 4 tefachim wide, it's just like a gas, it's just like a wine press. So what's the halacha with this wine press? If we have a wine press, which is in a vineyard, and it's 10 tefachim deep and 4 tefachim wide, seems like a pretty convenient thing to have in your vineyard. Right away when you harvest your grapes, you could just bring it straight away to your wine press, which is there, and press your grapes. Rabbi Lezreimer, he says, Zaram Besecha, you're allowed to plant whatever you want inside this wine press. That's because it's 10 tefachim deep, 4 tefachim wide. It's considered like its own rishos, and it doesn't look like it's part of the kerem. That's because it's still considered part of the airspace of the vineyard, since it's dug in the ground. It still looks like it's part of the vineyard, and therefore you're not allowed to plant anything in it. So now that we understand, according to the Chamim, why you're not allowed to plant inside a gas, inside a wine press, which is in your vineyard, we can understand why Rebbe Leazar ben Yaakov says that if your ditch is not mafolish, it doesn't run through the entire vineyard, or if it's not 10 tefachim deep or 4 tefachim wide, you're not allowed to plant in it, it's just like a gas. It's considered part of the vineyard itself, and therefore no planting something else in it. And another scenario, Shemer Shebekerem Gavayasaru Chavarba. We have a watchman's mound inside the vineyard. It's 10 tefachim high, 4 tefachim wide. This is a mound where the watchman could stand on. He could take a look to make sure no one's stealing any grapes, make sure animals aren't coming in and eating the grapes. Since it's 4 tefachim wide and 10 tefachim high, Zarim Besecha, you're allowed to plant whatever you want on it. That's even according to the Chachamim. Since it's 10 tefachim high and 4 wide, and it's above the vineyard, so it's not part of the airspace of the vineyard. It's considered like its own rishos, and you're allowed to plant something else on it. However, if some of the vines are intertwined on top of it, also then you're not allowed to plant on it, because then it is considered part of the airspace of the vineyard, and it looks like it's part of the vineyard, no planting something else on it. We're going to 
stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Dalman. And hey, for now, everyone should have a wonderful day.